Hello, my name's Kaylee, creator of Fire Me, I'm Conservative, and welcome back to the show. Today we have a lot to cover, including the Rittenhouse trial, um, but I do want to start with James O'Keefe. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of who he is. He is the creator of Project Veritas. Um, he is a journalist who uncovers a lot of what's going on, under, um, uncovers a lot of what's going on on the left. So anyways, his home was raided. And two of his iPhones were taken. This is just very shortly after they discovered um, the diaries of Ashley Biden. And those diaries pretty much incriminate Joe Biden in basically being a pedophile. Um, So obviously, why would they want any of that to get out? So the FBI raided his home saying basically that he stole a diary and that was their grounds to go ahead and do that um but that that's really not allowed and prior to this happening the justice department specifically has said before that they would not obtain reporter records during leak investigations biden himself has said that it was wrong to obtain reporter records they are reporters that would be sending out information on everything that they are uncovering, um, who they get information from. It, it's not allowed. And it is worrisome for press freedom. It is a violation of the Privacy Protection Act. And um, many people on both the right and the left agree that, that this never should have happened. And it says a lot about the FBI being corrupted. And um, one of the guys that will speak on this is a George Washington University professor who says that the FBI investigation of the alleged diary theft raises concerns over the Biden family's connection to the FBI. Well, that's the curious aspect of this story. I wrote on my blog that there are five questions that need to be answered. And they're serious questions. A lot of people are critical of Project Veritas, but it meets the definition of a journalistic organization. It does many of the things journalistic organizations do. And the question is, why is this a federal crime? You know, this is a missing diary that some people say was left in a room. Uh, President Biden's daughter says it was stolen. But why isn't it a state offense as opposed to a federal investigation? Also, this is occurring long after the loss of this diary. Has this investigation been going on since the start of the administration? All those questions are still unanswered and they need to be answered. I mean, the investigation is not a secret. They can answer these questions. But it also brings up memories of how the FBI has intervened in the past for Biden family members. The FBI reportedly responded when Hunter Biden's handgun uh, was tossed away behind a restaurant. Uh, and a lot of people asked at that time, why would the FBI, this is when President Biden was vice president, why would the FBI be involved in that if that's true? This is not the fetch it bureau for first families. You know, and it does raise questions about the, the promise made by the Biden administration that it was going to be more careful with dealing with media figures. If you recall not long ago, Tucker Carlson was unmasked. Uh, in what turned out to be surveillance. Other media figures 
were also involved in related stories. The Biden administration promised that they had a whole new set of policies to make sure this wouldn't happen again. Where are those policies now? Well, I am certainly concerned about the integrity of the FBI and the ability for them to do their job without bias and to be doing their job not for the first family, for doing their job for the United States of America, regardless of who's in charge, who they incriminate. It, it should not matter. They should be doing their job. Now, next, I know not everyone agrees with me on the mandates um, for the vaccine and the ability to work, but so many people are against the mandate. And the most recent that has come out to say they are against it are many workers of Procter & Gamble. And for people who are not aware, Procter & Gamble is a company that um, provides packaged goods to many, many consumers. They are, they are a huge packaged good giant. And they have many, many employees. Um, and in this video, they state that Procter & Gamble, the corporation, is simply using coercion to get them to take the vaccine. The use of coercion is... The use of force to persuade someone to do something they are unwilling to do. So I want to play this video for you guys. It is, it's very good. And it just goes to show that we need people to stay working regardless of vaccination status. We are Procter & Gamble. You don't know our names. You don't know our faces. But there are thousands of us. And we work to produce the brands and products you use every single day. Pampers, Tide, Tampax, Charmin, Gillette, Febreze, Crest, Oral-B, Secret, and many more. Some of us have been working here for 30 years. Some of us have been working here for 30 months. But we all have one thing in common. Because our company has threatened us with termination in the near future. For daring to say, our bodies, our choice. On our own website, we have a line that states, we show respect for all individuals. This is something our leaders preach to us every single day. But it is something that they have failed to put into practice. And it is why we can't even show our faces in this video for fear of retribution. Instead of respect, many of us in this company have been subjected to name calling, exclusion, and general disgust. For simply exercising our right to choose what we put in our bodies being forced to decide between termination or indefinite discriminatory testing requirements that P&G can eliminate at their discretion at any time is not a choice. It's coercion, plain and simple. You, the consumer, may not care about us being attacked. You may not even care if we're terminated. But know this. You'll start to care when our termination begins to affect you personally. What you've already seen happen to the airline industry will soon happen to many other organizations in America and around the world. When shipping speeds slow to a crawl and you can't acquire basic necessities, remember you could have stopped it from happening. When the factories in which we work grind to a halt, you will be to blame. So what can you do to stop this? Reach out to our company and tell them their overreach will not be tolerated. Or do nothing and watch how quickly you are affected. 
I mean, we already are being affected. We, we've seen that with Southwest. How many of their flights have they canceled because they don't have staff anymore? Because they decided to go with these unconstitutional mandates. And we're seeing it here in New York so, so terribly. I mean, I'm not sure how many people have seen what Kathy Hochul is doing. She's literally bribing kids to get the vaccine. Kids have basically a 0% chance of dying, and she's bribing them. She is drawing the names of 50 children to win a free scholarship to a SUNY school, including all fees. That is bribing. And another question I have for y'all is where do you think the money for these kids to go for free is coming from? It's coming from our tax dollars. That is not appropriate. It is not okay. And there's so much evidence to show that th this I entire thing is ridiculous. I mean, why does California have three to four times the COVID rate of Florida? California has these mandates. California is locked down. California is a dictator state at this point. So why are the rates so high? Logically, scientifically, does that make sense? Florida's free. So why they, they can do what they want. They don't have mandates. They're not requiring employees to have vaccination to work. And their, their COVID rate is much less than California. That does not make sense. Use your freaking brain, people. If this was about your health and safety, why would the FDA, why would they allow us to have refined sugar and fast food and all of these other horrible things for you when it is known that obesity kills millions a year, heart disease kills millions a year, and all this is I, I, not completely caused from refined sugars and, and terrible things in our food and culture, but it definitely is a large contribution. So if that's killing people, why is that allowed? If you cared about our health, the FDA would say no refined sugars in food, right? Exactly. Now, just yesterday, day eight of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial came to wrap, and they should be coming out with a verdict on Monday. As I've said from pretty much the beginning, this poor kid is innocent, and I am so, so sick of what has happened to this poor kid. The media, the media, Joe Biden, they all painted him as a murderer, as a terrible kid who went to just harm people. That's how they painted him out to be from day one. And that's not what has happened at all. And what upsets me the most is this kid, first of all, they're, they're saying, oh, he crossed state lines. No, um, okay. It was 19 or 18 or 19 minutes away from his home. That's like me going to work. That, that is still your home. That is still right near your home. So if, if somebody was about to... It burn my friend's business down or go into my friend's business and harm my friend or her family or where his family or wherever they lived, I would, in a heartbeat, drive 18 minutes to go help my friend or my family or anybody that I knew if I knew they were in danger from an angry mob. As far as I'm concerned, Antifa is a terrorist group. They terrorize cities. They burn buildings. They harm police officers. They harm anybody in their way because of their just anger. They don't get anything accomplished. They don't do this for any reason other than they're just mobsters. That's what they are.
they've been they destroyed cities for months and months and months and politicians like kamala harris said bail them out let's help bail them out they didn't do anything wrong they didn't because i believe that burning buildings and harming businesses and people is a crime and this went on for so long people were so scared people wanted to defend themselves and their businesses and their families people were so sick of the terrorism They were so sick of their cities being terrorized by these groups of angry people that had no right to be there. Kyle Rittenhouse was cleaning graffiti. He was helping people until things went bad. Not of anything he did. If I could just go through a a quick summary of what happened. Um... And some of the people involved. One of the people that was killed, Rosenbaum, was a child rapist who was released from a mental hospital just hours earlier. And then immediately went to the Kenosha mob. What did he try to do? He tried to take Kyle's gun. And then when he tried to take the gun, that's when he shot him. Kyle tried to find police, but the mob continues to chase him. Then a rioter jumped on him. Another smashed his face with a skateboard. Another drew his gun on him. Of course he shot. He shot for protection. Gage Grosowitz straight up admitted that he approached Kyle while Kyle was on his knees. Gage had a Glock in his hand pointed at him. Before that time, Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing. He did not shoot while Gage's hands were up. Here's his testimony. But on cross-examination, the defense went through the video again, at times, second by second. When you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Last month, Grosskreutz filed a $10 million lawsuit for damage he suffered in the shooting. Oh, he suffered a bicep injury because he came at somebody with a Glock? And now he wants money for it? What a joke, man. The prosecution tried to come at Rittenhouse and say that his silence made him out to be a liar. And that is not true at all. Um, actually, he has a constitutional right to remain silent. And I am so glad the judge saw this. There, there's been so much testimony within this trial and that all just proves Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent. He was not a... He had no ill intent of anything. It was all self-defense. And the prosecution deserves to be sued. Joe Biden deserves to be sued. Joe Biden called him a white supremacist. He painted him in a terrible light way before this trial. Oh, he's a white supremacist, but guess what? He only shot at white people. So I'm a little concerned or confused how anybody would come up with that. This entire thing has been a big joke and it makes me so sad because he was a, he was a child, 17 years old. If you think about what any of us thought or went through at 17 years old, we were still kids. We were not mentally adults. 
you still usually live with your parents at 17. You haven't even gone through college. You don't even have a career yet at 17. You are a kid. So for people to try to criminalize and ruin this kid's life is so sick. It is sick and it's sad. Everything that the media has put him through, that Joe Biden has put him through, what they have done to this kid, that is emotional abuse. They have caused so much trauma in this kid's life for no reason. I don't believe he ever even should have been put on trial. And I pray to God that on Monday he is completely acquitted of everything and he comes back and he sues everybody who ever tried to say he did wrong. So thank you for listening today. I'm obviously a little fired up that this has really touched my heart. And I'm so sick of seeing the, the left use people as examples. They already have political prisoners from January 6th rotting. They're just sitting there rotting. They didn't even hurt anyone. Nobody was killed. And they are just sitting in a prison in terrible conditions. Those are political prisoners. Now they tried to use Cal Rittenhouse as a political example to ruin this child's life. For what reason? None. Just because he has the beliefs of a conservative. He stands for freedom and he used self-defense. So they're trying to destroy his life and that is unacceptable. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. And if you have any comments or thoughts, please send me a message. Let me know. And if you want to be a part of my podcast, I'd love to have you on. Have a good day.